Hello and welcome to the Hit the Post podcast episode 5 and right now again we're joined uh, with another half squared conversation but but we do have guests I'm not joking about this we do have guests so I'm looking forward to that segment and I hope you all are as well uh, this podcast we will be talking about some really important factors if you ask me um, so first I think we're talking about a lot of um, we're talking about FTW which is football this week and we're also talking about the transfer bandwagon and then, like I mentioned, you know, we also have a very interesting United segment only um, mentioned by two of uh, avid fans of United. So we should see how that goes as well. And yeah, welcome to the conversation, Harsh Chetan. How does it feel to be our favorite guest? Wait, so now three, three episodes in a row. I'm blessed. Let's go. Let's get this going. I'm excited. I mean, you are our favorite guest, so you can understand why we always want you back. <laughs> and plus, you, a lot of the female fans in the audience seem to really enjoy your presence. So, if you are one of her Shedan fans, yeah, she, they think you're a girl. So, like, that's maybe why. Are we talking about so, a total of two girls? Oh, relax. <laughs> two is better than mother, none, okay? Come on. Mother and sister. Two is better than none. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, relax. <laughs> Just relax. Anyways. Anyway, let's get on to the topics of the week because they were really exciting. So, FTW uh, football this week. Some really interesting t- stuff happened. But I think uh, we got to start with the most important thing, which is now Messi is staying at Barcelona. So, what do you think about that, Harsh Chetan? I think it was a good... It was Messi tried his luck. That's what I've heard from different news reports that people are saying Messi did try his luck to get away from Barcelona because he wasn't happy with the management. But since I, I totally believe and agree with him that his family and his love to the club has made, like, do these were the two driving points of his decision to stay at Barcelona. And also yep. the president, yeah, the president was forcing him, like, or forcing one of, like, the clubs that were going to you know, approach Messi to buy to pay his release clause, which Messi yep. quoted said Ki, it's impossible. And it, I agree, to pay 700 million is really tough. So for now, hmm. I would say, um, I, w- I wouldn't say Barcelona has the upper hand out here because they have a they have a player who's unhappy with the club and staying at the club, which I don't think in any club or any player should ever be unhappy at the club hmm. which they play for. So yeah, for now, true. I would say I would say both are in equal losses, and uh, I just want to wait and see what happens at the end of the season. So, so yeah, so bringing that up, actually, um, I actually have a little uh, snippet of what Messi said in an interview after he actually um, came out publicly. So yeah, let me goal, just read right? this out. His interview was yeah, yeah goal, yeah, right? goal. Yeah. com. Yeah. So he, this is what he said. There was another way, and it was to go to trial. I would never go to court against Barca because it's a club that I love, which it's, which gave me everything since I arrived. It's a club of my life. I have made this my life here. I know that it never crossed my mind to take Barcelona to court. So, given that, Harsh Chopra, tell me, do you think it was the right decision to, for Barcelona to hold him down? Or do you think Messi uh, was a little bit out of line? I mean, hearing the statement itself, you can see that he's not happy and he's pointing it out that uh, I've given so much to this club and even after that, I'm not being able to decide what to do with my own future. 
uh, Barcelona obviously they see the other side of it. They think that you know a contract is a contract. You have to honor it. And obviously, seven hundred million is a lot of money. But for a person for a for a person who's done so much for this club, who's won so much, so so many honors for his club, I think he should be able to uh, decide what he wants to do with his life. Uh, yeah, now he's staying. He's staying in Barcelona, but you can see from his uh, from his. Uh, from his release that uh, he he is not very willing to stay there he's just staying there because well he doesn't have an option and it will be interesting to yep. see how he gets into the plans of the team because obviously messi has said that he will give his best for the club because he loves the club but he has also uh, pointed out the fact that the management is you know not letting me do my own thing yeah it will be yep. interesting to see what happens i can tell you one thing that from a liverpool and a united perspective I am so happy he's now coming to uh, Man City. I guarantee you, any any other man, any other supporter that not Man City would agree with me on this. That that Messi coming to the Premier League, he would rip it off. I mean, he might not do it on a cold, rainy night in Stoke, but he oh, would gosh. rip up the Premier League for sure. I, I was having oh, nightmares sure. of Messi just nutmegging Maguire twice or thrice in a match and just going top bins <laughs> in Old Trafford. Thank God, it's not I wouldn't be happen. surprised. I would not be surprised with that. How Shaitan tell me you what you wouldn't you, you wouldn't want to be a left back. I would say that. Any team's left back would be just regretting playing every game. Right because, back, you mean? No. Left, left back the messy pitch. Left, right, left, right? left, 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 left. My bad. Yeah, my no, bad. no, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, so just imagine, imagine this combo, okay? De Bruyne to Messi, Messi to Aguero. The most lethal combo in the game. And Thank God we don't have to imagine it. Yeah, we can only imagine it. It, that's have, it. <laughs> yeah, it could happen God. next. It could happen next season also. So you know, we have to still wait that what develops with Barcelona and their changes. But um, let's see. I'm keep my fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But like for the <laughs> sake of you, I can understand why you want that. Um, but for now, wait. If okay, wait. Barcelona. Let me ask you one simple question, and only yes or no you can answer with. If there was a rumor or a possibility that Liverpool, uh, Messi would join Liverpool or United, what would be your answers? See, I don't think anyone would say no to yes. Messi. Yeah, and exactly. Messi, Messi, exactly. Messi, come home, come home. It's not happening. Stop <laughs> that. That's not gonna happen. You're gonna always walk alone. <laughs> you can't support you me. We were, we were never doubting the fact that Messi is not gonna perform at City. So every team in the world would want to have Messi. Yeah, actually, talk, talking about not performing, uh, Alexis Sanchez. Yep, I mean, at United. That, that's also a very sore topic for every United fan. <laughs> See, right now, nothing is happening in Liverpool, apart from maybe we beat a few teams here and there, but like, um, nothing is happening in Liverpool. So, I would like to stick to the United Man City conversation, um, because clearly there's a lot of drama happening on that side of the field. And just coming to Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez actually, uh, he put out a comment for people who don't know. He put out a little public statement, which uh, which said that, you know, the moment he entered the training ground at Manchester United, he came back and he spoke to his agent and asked his agent if it's possible to rip up the contract of United <laughs> and send him back to Arsenal. <laughs> what do you think of that, Harsh oh <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the team also asked the same question. So it's not only from his point of view. Yeah, obviously his uh, performances did not really uh, show show his quality or show his talent. But 
trying to blame the club for not being able to perform yourself is just stupid thing to do you're the highest paid player the first, in the club i would this i would this first training exactly and they did not perform with him united was performing though he wasn't performing yeah united but weren't doing was thriving had, in the had to be fair no 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 and to be fair if he's trying to compare the fact that let i want to go back to arsenal arsenal performed worse than united that season so i don't know what he's trying to accomplish by saying i this. think um, i like how you mentioned that uh, that europa league qualification which is the fifth place is considered performing nowadays so it's that's impressive so i'm saying that's compared to dog. arsenal <laughs> I mean, yeah, Arsenal can finish the relegation zone, but that doesn't help. No, but I'm talking <laughs> yeah. from his point of view of what he commented, saying that uh, uh, he wants to go back to Arsenal because of how shit it is here. I mean, it was worse yeah. in Arsenal. <laughs> Relax. Yeah, we know you're, you're taking it very personally. Yeah, we know you're taking it very personally. We fucking pay him. We pay him 500 grand a week, and he talks shit like this. I mean, I mean that's that's what every player in United. And he, he also he also <laughs> played a song. Play. Don't forget that. Yeah. Also, we gave him piano yeah, for his yeah. uh, fucking orientation. What else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Who gets a piano for the orientation? And he's singing songs glorifying <laughs> Manchester United to his piano. Okay, okay. That's one for the books, man. You can see the angle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So clearly, Harsh Chopra, you're saying you me about the fact that he said that comment. Uh, but like, you know, now he's gone for good. Do you think it's better for both parties, or do you think Sancho got out early? Oh, it's way better for both parties. I'm happy that he's gone. I'm pretty sure he's happy that he's not there anymore. Uh, United are saving a lot of money from his wages. I think, from what I'd heard, even when he was in, he was on loan to Inter Milan. United was still paying some of his wages, which is just absurd <laughs> considering the fact that he was not going to come back. It was quite obvious. So yeah, it's a new banter, I see. It's a win-win for both parties. <laughs> we are done with one. That's it. Hopefully, Maguire does not turn out like that. But we are done with one.
good things to see from that perspective. But Germany's match, so this is important. So Germany plays Spain. And we saw Timo Werner play and even City's new signing, Torres, played. And it, it was very interesting to see that, what's, what's his name? Is it Ferran Torres? Ferran Torres. So, it will be interesting to see if Guardiola does use him. I'm pretty sure he's going to use him as a substitute, like someone that comes on around the 60th, 70th minute to maybe give better legs to the team. But he gave a good, good performance against a good German team. And Timo Werner, his goal was fantastic. He was running behind the defences. And yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how he fits into the Chelsea squad. You think he's looking sharp for the start? He was he was looking very sharp. I don't, uh, he it wasn't there was there wasn't any laziness in his stride. I think he has been practicing with Chelsea for a while now since the end of last yeah. season. So he looks match fit, and yeah, that the season starts, he's going to be a big threat. Yeah, one thing also I, I noticed about Werner yeah. is that he um, he always runs behind the uh, back line, and that's his USP. And I think it's going to work tremendous for um, Chelsea. And Germany, if if you know if it goes ahead, because he's yeah. he's very hardworking, and even even at, I think around the uh, 70 and 18 minute, he's still sprinting up and down, he's turning back for defense, which shows a good work ethic for him. And I, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see him and Ferran Torres because that guy was outstanding for Spain. Like, I think he and uh, Fatsu, I think both of them caught the eye a lot, like for their age and their force appearance. For Spain, it was it was a tremendous performance. Yeah, so the parent Torres is really biased, I would say. So nobody needs to. Oh, really? that. I don't know what happened, what? but it's really let's, biased. I would say that. Let's see. Trust me. If you I if mean, you go I, back and you pull I out the highlights, that, that yeah, guy I, did really perform. When I saw the match, I felt that he played really well. Do you think that he's good? He's good uh, squad depth. Do you think he can really challenge squad for depth. the first team? I don't think he'll challenge for the first team right now. Yeah, Maybe I mean, Sterling. But it's just that, you know, uh, if if the first team is not performing, then you need to just put in a player who's exciting and might change the course of the game. So, yep. that, that's a good way to spend 40 mil, I would say. 40 mil? <laughs> hey, um, he wasn't 40 mil. He was, B, how much was he? 10 mil. He was 25. 25? Wait, I'm so confused. Yeah. And he was, so let's say, the great, great, <laughs> great, great <laughs> signing to... To uh to replace Sane because Sane was expensive and we got a good price for him. And and Mares? Mares just goes away. No, Mares plays in the other wing. It does, he doesn't need to worry. His competition is Sterling plays on that wing. No, Sterling plays left, son. Come on. God. Okay, sorry. God. I think, <laughs> I, I think Liverpool okay. needs to start get active so you know you can like you yeah, know, really. get into the stuff and speak more. See, we we know how far ahead we are of everyone. So this transfer window is basically allowing everyone to get back to it because otherwise the competition just not there. We want to win like nitty gritty win kind of thing. So that that's why well not. We really saw how far active. ahead you were against Arsenal. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay, talk talking about transfers. about the community. <laughs> talk talking about transfers, Vihan. Okay, okay, let's let, let um, let's um, first. Uh, I just want to talk to Chopra. Uh, Chopra, uh, Harsh was mentioning quite a few times that um, uh, England got really lucky. I don't know if uh, anyone saw it. I didn't see the game myself. Um, oh, so, Harsh Chopra, you were you were going on about how England 
really got very lucky in the game against uh, Iceland. So, would you like to tell me why? Like, tell the yeah. viewers why? So, um, England, they couldn't break down Iceland in the start. And they got a penalty in the 90th or the 92nd minute, I think. It... Nine, nine, 94th, 94th, 92nd. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a very, uh, it, was, it wasn't a decision that you could give at, at once when you see it. And probably we could say that, that uh, the penalty that was uh, given was, you know, it could have been, it could have been not given uh, at some other time. But uh, they, they took the opportunity, Sterling scored, and right after that, Iceland got a penalty, and they missed yeah. it. So <laughs> and it, they missed it. It almost, felt like, what? It almost yeah. felt like divine intervention, but, you know, they didn't take the <laughs> oh chance. Oh my god. Wow. And, and even, Dude, even, even Sterling, like, yeah. Sterling, Sterling's penalty technique, what about that? Did, did, I mean, it I, was a shit penalty. penalty. It was no oh, penalty well, technique. <laughs> He literally, yeah, really he, off. He, had, he literally okay. passed the uh, ball to the middle of the uh, goal. He didn't even shoot it. He just passed uh, it to the middle of the goal. What technique is that? Yeah, but the uh, way he did it, he, he faked, <laughs> he he faked the goalkeeper. Okay. I mean, I can and also do body movements and make, make it look you, like uh, authentic. Clearly, so, right, clearly if you get on the United. field, it's a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly, this is a very united, uh, biased, unbiased kind of conversation where one person saying technique to the other person saying shite. So, um, so I, I mean, I let I let I leave it up to the viewers <laughs> to decide how it was. Um, but like for now, let's move on to our next segment, which is the transfer bandwagon. So, <laughs> so I mean, there's been a lot of stuff happening. Honestly, oh, there's been a God. lot of stuff happening. But I guess we gotta start with the main headliner, which was Kai Havertz to Chelsea. Um, that was probably the best transfer that's happened for Chelsea so far. That was uh, a long-awaited transfer also. It, yeah, it was like, yep. since August, I think, yeah, I think since August, people are like talking about this, this transfer is going to happen and anyhow, there were rumors up and down. He was, he, I think so he even approved personal terms at that time, but they just pushed it along to get into the right bid. So that, that was the huge talking point. And now finally, we get Definitely. to see and reveal. So, so, do you know what I thought it was? I thought Chelsea was playing career mode in real life on FIFA. Yeah. Because I, I, mean, I tried to find five players in this transfer window. I tried, uh, I tried playing with Chelsea on career mode and tried to sign the same players and I couldn't sign all the players. And I'm like, how the hell are these guys doing it right now? <laughs> Lampard, I guess. Lampard. That genie. I have no idea how to sign so many players. They're completely discombobulated in the market. And big names, man. Those, yeah. These are yeah. some top future stars of the, of the fucking industry. I mean, they've, they've completely changed up their squad. They've let go of William and last year they let go of Hazard. Uh, you know, now this time they've actually brought in Ben Chilwell. They've brought in some defensive reinforcements to actually shorty up all those mistakes that have happened so far. You know, they, they brought in uh, Thiago Silva. And I know he is really old. I know he's sluggish. But he brings a lot of experience and maturity to the side. I don't know if they'll be able to get on with him in the start, but he'll bring up a very big, a very different positive environment and atmosphere to the changing room. I think I would be really interested to see how that pans out along with Ben Chilwell because um, it's clear that now, you know, Lampard has got a squad. You can't do more than this in one transfer window. Now, leaving that aside, if he were to lose and if he uh, if he's not able to actually, you know, make use of the squad, 
how much time would you give him harsh shedan see technically this season he should at least win a cup because okay. if he has no silverware to show that with a team he has right now he should at least win either fa cup either you know any of those domestic cups or premier league would be perfect which they are really strong contenders for so i i would think they would give they would give good competition because kyle havertz being such a versatile player he is he can also bring a big change to their squad and um if not then i would give till next summer after next season wow to that's uh, pretty yeah, to lampard to lampard because i understand he's he's also the future he's the uh, legend of the club and he is also going to take chelsea to heights if he's given little more time uh, that is a very diplomatic view i must say uh, yeah of course, but, of course. But, open to one thing one thing very exciting would be to watch kai havert put the ball over the defense for one to finish i mean that's going to be that's going to be lethal if you ask the me the german connection lethal. boy the german connection <laughs> yeah definitely man and that definitely going to be the case i mean i'm so sure of it what do you think has chopra what do you think uh, who do you think let me ask you this who do you think is going to make the biggest impact in the chelsea squad Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, Bruno is there in the conversation, but I think we are also forgetting the fact that Ziyech is also in that team, and I feel Ziyech is going to do better than Havertz. Wow! <clears throat> I, because, like, I've seen Havertz play. I've seen Ziyech play. Ziyech obviously has played in the Champions League, and he's he torn up the Champions League when they reached the semi-finals. Mm. Havertz, from what I have seen, Havertz has always been a, a focal point in Bayer Leverkusen. so he's he's a goal scorer he used to head the ball he used to make assists when now he comes to chelsea he will not be the focal point he'll be part of the main team uh, there'll be a lot of players that will be sharing the responsibilities so i feel zek has that potential of uh, being the big man in the team big man in the sense that taking the responsibility ahead so i expect zek to actually perform better than havertz but obviously if they spend so much money on him they probably think that he will be the next you know kind of a lampard yeah i agree with you on that i think um, they they must have they, i think they bought havertz for the future uh, i don't think he's going to start performing in the start but he definitely is extremely extremely exciting to watch if you have seen i have seen quite a few games of uh, leverkusen where i think he's got a, a brace here and there mm. man he was just um, unbelievable just like he just flying through players you know he, i mean not only had he got amazing vision but he's just flying through players not even just he's dribbling or anything werner will really benefit of him he will really really benefit of the uh, yeah, but i mean if you see uh, havertz also is a box to box player like he likes getting into the box which timo werner also thrives in so i think both of them will have a good goal tally and will be will be like solid Well, like as a pair, and I think I think I'm going to go with a bold prediction. Keep both of them should get the same amount of goals because yep. both of them are good attacking options. You're talking about Werner and Havertz. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not Ben Chilwell and Thiago Silva. No, 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 definitely. Wow, relax. Anyways, anyways. When so, when I saw him yeah, yeah. at uh, in Bundesliga, uh, Werner, I'm talking about. He used to not be a Proper strike in and out, uh, out and out striker. 
he used to be a very supporting striker where he used to come deep and take the ball and run at defenders yeah so this might really help havertz because then havertz can go into a forward position and bono uh, uh, can suck in defenders to the midfield so yeah i mean it all depends on how lampard uses him Uh, but, yeah, but, but I think yeah. Lampard will know his strengths. Yeah, I think definitely um, this squad is as strong as it gets. It's definitely a title contender in my opinion. Um, yeah, like you know, if 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 this season does not end up with a silverware, I'm I'm even talking about FA Cup and Community Shield, exactly. whatever it is, exactly. it has to end up with a silverware. Because if it doesn't, then Lampard's gone. Like that's the end. I, I would not give Lampard an opportunity after having his squad so well set up. You know, he's got oh. this amazing attack now, and he got this amazing. You know, the midfield also. He's got Kante. Kante is good enough for the entire midfield. He'll be counter as two people wherever he goes. But my only question lies in the defense. So we have to see if uh, Ben Silwell and Thiago Silva can actually get on and actually shorty up the mistake that has been happening. um this which this i think this will probably push tomori uh, and rodrigo to the bench but we will have a chelsea segment next week to discuss this in more detail yeah yeah okay superb and i i mean now that that's covered because that, that was the main topic but there has been a lot of other news that's been happening and one of them involves a liverpool player genie wine finally <laughs> some some act, some action in the transfer scene <laughs> So I mean it just baffles me to know that we won the Premier League we won the Champions League last year and yet we haven't bought anyone this transfer market I have no idea what what's happening to be honest but like I mean I'm already fuming in that sense so let's just, let's just talk about the actual stuff that's happening which is Wijnaldum is leaving Liverpool uh, probably this year if not the next year for on a free uh, for a measly fee of 15 million Barcelona are asking for 10 but yeah, yeah. Liverpool are holding out for 15 million 15 now million. for someone who just won the champions league and someone who just won a premier league and such a critical part of the team very versatile player i must say he sure. is unbelievable unbelievable but do you think this is the right step for barcelona in terms of you know rebuilding i think um, you know seeing komen's plan since he's dutch and he has worked with van handen before um i think he in his uh, plan of action for his this season that he's going to be a manager for he, i think he he uh, he think he thinks that wilander will fit his plan to action which yeah. is why he was going for a dutch player and i i've also heard that he's also going for a uh, depay which is another uh, yeah. dutch uh, international so yeah. i think uh, what he's trying to do is trying to get people Uh, or teammates that you know work work well together and have a connection that you know can build build a squad that support each other and not only rely on either Messi or Suarez, but some but, team that work hard and go forward to hopefully make them win at win the title this year. Yeah, but like at the same time, uh, Wijnaldum is is thirty. He's almost thirty. He's twenty-nine. Not thirty already. Yeah, so he's almost thirty. Yeah. Um, Do you think that's the right player to buy for a rebuilding project? I'm not even sure. I think it's yeah, a bro. it's a short term. Uh... Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know what? Go ahead, Chopra. Whoever Chopra is, it's Kumar, by the way. 
So you know what? Chetan, you are in Chetan, you are in zone. Okay. Remember that. Okay. Just to clarify, Hi Chetan is a paper guest. He is a senior executive chief social media expert intern. Yeah. So he gets paid as an intern. And he gets spoken to last. Please, 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 can you tell them how you pay me <laughs> and the different ways that you offered to pay? Hold on, hold on. Please, let, so let, 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 let the boss, let the boss so know. We, we decide. Let the viewer decide on this because yeah. we decide no, no, to no. give either one hug, so give them the one hug, and, and the way we are treated out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, Cheta has Cheta's line. Nobody needs to worry about him. And, and um, we do, we just pay him one hug. We pay him one hug, and for the crisis like this, one hug is very expensive. I must say. Yeah, we are risking our lives yeah. for you, Harsh. You can't just do do this. You, you to can't us. even hug me. You're not even here. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you send me that creepy virtual hug on WhatsApp. I don't want that shit. Hold on. That's creepy. I'm doing my best. No, God. <laughs> no, it's a no. Okay, I don't even send it to anyone you have a romantic relation with. Okay, let's get back. Anyway, no. okay, calm down. We'll have this. We will have the discussion after this podcast. On a live. <laughs> it's all wanted. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyone who wants to support Harsh Chetan, comment below because we would love to hear a second opinion. Anyway, <laughs> tell me about, tell me your thoughts on this rebuilding project for Barcelona, Harsh yeah. Chopra. So, uh, from what I've seen, uh, Vinaldum has taken the pressure in Liverpool very well. And I don't think when he goes to Barcelona, it will be a step up or, or a step down. I think he will fit in perfectly. I think it's he's he's part of the process of a short-term rebuild, where Komen wants to get players that he can trust, that he knows play, uh, that he knows how they play, and maybe add squad depth. I don't think Vinaldum, with the players Barcelona, I have no offense to Liverpool, but with the players Barcelona wow. have, uh, wow. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that man. Come mean. on. <laughs> Hold on. If Klopp was in Barcelona, I don't think Liverpool would be winning the Champions League. Hey, oh, okay. Hold on. Let's let, let's keep Liverpool aside. This has nothing to do with Liverpool. You said wow. I where, 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 where down? We are downgrading. Okay, just so okay, you know. Oh, you're you're, you're telling Go me a, a guy who gave you all so much got you the Champions League and the Premier League, and you're telling me you're downgrading. See, unfortunately, I have to think this way. So you're telling me about... Thiago is a better player than Wijnaldum. Yeah, he is. And how much Wijnaldum gave Liverpool? Thiago is a better player than Wijnaldum. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't... technically, yeah, yeah. But being a exactly. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool supporter, you need to support your teammates, yo. Chetan. Exactly. He's not a teammate anymore. Chetan Anderson no. has won four titles. I can't say that he's better than Gerard. <laughs> yeah. What? That's not even the same <laughs> conversation. Yeah, but I'm just... Go ahead. So now because of this rebuilding project that Barcelona has undertaken, mm-hmm. they have also decided to sack uh, Suarez. Yeah. So Suarez has been linked to um to Juve. Now I can't seem to fathom this because to me, who would want to buy a striker of 40, uh, 30, 34 years old and you know and then bring in Someone like Genie Vanyaldem as his replacement. I mean, not replacement, but like as someone who's buying, who they're actually buying into the club. Yeah. Um, I don't see this as a rebuilding project. 
No, I think Vinaldum is is more of a replacement for Vidal, and I think uh, Depay is more of Arthur. a replacement for uh, Suarez. I mean, Pjanic is for Arthur, we would say. No. But again, it's a short term, short term rebuild. This but is why it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But <clears throat> Gomez is going with players that he trusts, and uh, Depay is one of them. I don't know how Depay will handle the pressure. He couldn't handle the pressure at United. Uh, scoring goals at in French league is one thing, but in Barcelona, where there's Bamers so much league. pressure. What a, and what, no, what about the Champions League? He did, he did score. That was a fluke. Well. He scored a penalty. That was a fluke. Yeah, I mean, you, you, <laughs> United bloody came to top four with Pune scoring penalties. Don't, don't yeah, understand. And, penalties, okay? and everyone <laughs> makes fun of us. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's right on that. Everyone makes fun of United for scoring okay. uh, four million penalties last season alone. Yeah. I mean, they're legit targeting players that get, only can get them penalties, which is really good. Hey, listen, as long as we are winning, we are not going to complain. They can not take wrong. as many true. penalties as they want. True. Not wrong. By the way, Marshall got That's a penalty true. last night and Lindelof gave the penalty away. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Radiation, yo. I like that. I like that. It's very typical. Very typical United, I must say. Yeah, flexing. Anyway. Okay, great. So now the last segment of this podcast, which is a very unique podcast, I must say. It's um, by two very, very avid fans who are fortunately, who fortunately like us uh, and are like, like our video and our podcast. So we are eternally grateful. And if anyone wants to be a part of this, please tell us, DM us, comment down below. Let us know what you think so we can actually include you all because that's all we want to do right now. And uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, anyway, getting on to this wonderful segment, um, Shomil and Chinmay have have actually gotten together and spoken about their view on uh, United and their view on the season and what they think is going to happen with uh, the transfers. So we are really uh, grateful to have them on this podcast. And yeah, let's get on with the Everything United podcast. Welcome to Everything United. Hi, Shomil here. Huge fan, supporting Manchester 2008 when he's in Champions League. Supporting all Manchester, all the way from, from Mumbai. Hi, I'm Chinmay from Pune. Supporting Manchester United since 2007. Supported when we win. Supported when we lose. Loyal fan. So, Shomil, what do you think? Who, who, who should be our ideal targets for 2021 season? Well, I have three in mind. I think we need Sancho. I need we we need Barishil, and I think we need Thiago. I think Barishil is a must. He's 19 year old. He's young. We put, we have a left we have a left side centre back. When he play far from the back. If the left side centre back is a right foot, it hinders the option of passing. He's a left footy. He can put the ball up and play a game from the back and make it much more fluid. Who do you think? If I give you one chance to bring in these three to Old Trafford, who do you bring? Jaden Sancho. He's a must. I think he's very young. He's English. And he's a very fast winger. I need to tell you that. He gives us a lot of goals. He gives us a lot of assists. And he's not just a player, you know, who can play on the right wing. He's a very versatile player. And then he fits perfectly into Ole's plan. So, Shomil, what do you think? We've just announced Donny van der Beek right now. So, what do you think? How do you think we are going to be playing next season with Donny van der Beek in the mix? Well, there's a huge misconception about Donny van der Beek is that he's a CDM, which is not true. He's a centre mid. So, what we're going to do is, why we didn't perform well last season in many games, because we didn't have squad depth. Donny van der Beek does that for us. He will come in for when Pogba is having a bad game, he can drop in, push the, push the pace up. Bruno's having a bad game, he can come in, push the pace up. He 
keep the pace up you know help us there you know he can keep on doing that and one more thing i want to touch about the attacking midfield is paul pogba i think we you know when olegan sosho came in and he was an interim manager and he built this team around pogba he said that and pogba was attacking pogba was getting goals left and center we were the rule we were doing amazing now yeah. see pogba attack more next season you know and i want to ask you one thing is what after what happened in greece with maguire with the captaincy do you think he should be the captain anymore well regardless of what happened in greece because i've been thinking of it you know before the europa league too i think we need to give it to someone like a bruno or a pogba harry maguire you know the reaction i saw uh, with you know bruno and lindelof after we considered that goal against sevilla that showed me a true captain i think you know having a look at maguire he's a good defender he's a great defender and i think he's a leader but i don't think he's captainship material if we have a look at roy keane wayne rooney i don't think harry maguire fits the bill bruno fernandes he's a different animal altogether i think he or pogba you know they could take the captainship you know we got dean henderson to sign a new contract so we've now got a 120k keeper a week yeah and we've got david de gea 350 that's a very silly business decision if you ask me what do you have to say about that Well, it is a silly decision, but I think it's time to move on with David Deya, honestly, because he's been a legend for the club. You know, I think the past five years he's performed insanely. You know, he's won us games on his own. Yeah. But it's time to move on. I think we need to bring Dean Henderson. He's a young keeper. He can play with. He can join the team in. We have a young team. We have a young uh, defense. You know, he can help the defense, carry the defense with him, and you know, we can build this, build, build the team with him. I think he should be starting ahead of David Deya now. I think it's time to move on, because it's just too much for me. David has made too many mistakes. You know, I think you are right, but I think I would still give David De Gea a chance. I think because David De Gea, you know, at the end of the day, he spent nine years at the club. He's it's going to be ten now at the end of this season. So I think you know he's always going to you know be aware that we do have Dean Henderson in the squad now. I think we should give him a chance. Kicking him out right now, you know, three fifty k a week. That's a lot of money. You know, we can't we can't just kick him out according to me. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Well, we can see what happens next season. I think next season. What do you think? Where do we? I personally think next season we we gonna finish around third or second. I think we can even nick second next season because Liverpool are gonna have a fall. Believe me, I'm serious. Liverpool are gonna have a fall. I think it's I gonna think be City so first, Liverpool second, and I think Liverpool. Oh, sorry, City first. I think Man United second, Liverpool third, and then I think fourth will be Chelsea with the transfers made. What do you think? I think you know having a look at the title situation I think Chelsea will be a very good title contender this time to Man City if all of those messy rumors do come true but I think Man United I think we do come in the top 4 this season again we might you know I'm I don't want to be too optimistic we might challenge for the title maybe till the first or second month I think uh, you know more than that but I think we will secure top 4 again we've got a good squad I hope we can win a trophy next season So, definitely i think we can trans we can com- definitely i want us to compete for the title as well yep true so somay it's been nice talking to you and uh, great pleasure it, manchin man this is it from us guys thanks for tuning in back to you guys So thank you Chinmay thank you Shamil for this great segment uh, where you where the, these guys spoke about Manchester United and pretty uh, strong views i must say uh, predicting united obviously united top 4 is not a very strong prediction but liverpool capitulating man that is something even i didn't think of what do you think we are new look pissed 
yeah, I mean, I would say that uh, these guys spoke well. They did not speak well about Liverpool. I did not expect them to speak well about Liverpool. And I could say I am marginally disappointed and surprised by it. I would say Liverpool, in my opinion, are not going to collapse. I think um, we've had a very strong season for the last two years, very consistent in our league performances so far. Um, and we are off the back of a champion of a Premier League. I would not say that we um, uh, are not going to win this Premier League. I would say that we don't know how to defend it yet. But it does not mean that we're going to collapse. I would say that. It does not mean we're going to collapse. So maybe I would say we would not win, but we would get second spot or maybe third spot. But uh, yeah, no collapsing of any sort. Um, but uh, they ought to mention one very interesting thing, which was Van der Beek. So, um, Harsh, what do you think about that, Chopra? Yeah, Van der Beek. So, United have signed him. Uh, they did it very quietly compared to Sancho. They did not take much time. It happened in a week or so. And it's very interesting because they've, sp- they've not spent a lot of money on a player that has mm-hmm. played well for Ajax, done well in Champions League. And he's a very versat- versatile player. Although I'm not sure where, if he'll start every match. I think he, he's a player that plays in the centre midfield. And right now we have Matic, Pogba and Bruno. I The only way I can see him playing is if uh, Ole wants to go all-out attack against teams that he thinks will not attack them so much. So maybe put mm-hmm. Van de Beek, Pogba and Bruno in the same team. Or yep. what he can do is against stronger teams, as teams that like, let's say, Liverpool or City, I think he could deploy him in the right wing. So, as he's a versatile player, he'll be running around the full pitch. He'll be tracking back, you know, containing players like Mane or Sterling. So, I think he'll be a player that will be used on and off. But I don't think he'll be starting a league. So, let's see what happens with that. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Um, Harsh Shetan, what do you think about the Manchester United podcast uh, segment? I think it was really well said. And they had some strong points about United. And like how you said, uh, you know, Liverpool, you know, just, uh, you know, their season falling apart. I doubt because you also mentioned that they don't know how to still defend the championship, which I totally agree with. And I'm sure they won't win. Uh, But they will surely come in the top four because they're a really strong team and uh, (laughs) they play with a lot of of passion. And I, I think it's really tough to beat that. And United, United will... Push their luck to try to come top four. I like how have... I like how her just subtly just puts it in there. That <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They no suspense, nothing. Not <laughs> <laughs> no, but but also United um, were really quiet this transfer season, and to finally have a signing, it's it's it shows good prospect perspective yeah. and what they're trying to build. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we got to see what other people think about this. Um, I personally do not agree with half of these uh, comments that have been made about <laughs> Liverpool. I require a little support. So, all the Liverpool fans, please let me know your thoughts. <laughs> let us know what you think. Tell us how to actually you know, combat these United fans and their, their really braggy, boosty kind of uh, opinions, I would say. Um, but yeah, <laughs> relax, uh, Kumar, you're not, you're, you're, you're a different kind of man. You just banter them. Okay. I completely agree. Just... I completely agree. Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, so like, let's uh, let's clarify one thing. Next week on Friday, we will be posting a, a, an all Premier League podcast 
as well as all fantasy premier league podcasts so the game as well as the actual game um uh, before the actual fixture release so please stay tuned for that and i'm sorry that we could not talk about a walk down fantasy street for it um so unfortunately we will um get back to you on that but until then i don't know the outro like share comment subscribe and thank you very much for joining us uh harsh chetan thank you for being our favorite guest and our intern and i would like Master some coffee Peter. sometime soon well relax and also also guys come on let's get this i know okay, last last no 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 wait now last last episode <laughs> we almost got 100 likes but this episode let's get we all want to see behind go ball come on guys yeah the offer still stands the offer still stands but it has to be by next podcast it can't be after a few years yeah. when you all are watching also also behind i think you forgot to mention go and watch our podcast even on spotify yeah yeah because now we're, we're leaving the link down below we're also officially on spotify um so please tune in for that give us your thoughts and we will leave our twitter instagram and uh spotify link and as well as our fpl link as well so yeah uh, just click down below for more information league. and if you are a true fan please sponsor us yeah <laughs> <laughs> cheers guys good, good chat see you, see you. See you.